0: Hello, everybody. I'm Cathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. rebounds in the third quarter in 2019, growing at 6.2% following two consecutive periods of slowdown. Waren De Guzman tells us what drove economic growth and what needs to happen to keep the momentum going in this edition of Dissecting Data.
1: The surprise upturn in agriculture and the surge in government spending in September all helped push third quarter GDP growth above market expectations of 6%. It hit 6.2%. That's the best quarterly performance so far this year, pulling the full year average to 5.8%. Looking at the supply side, the farm sector grew 3.1 percent, its best showing in over two years. Farm sector production data from the Philippine Statistics Authority Wednesday helped prepare us for this number, reflecting strong corn production and higher valuations for poultry and beef products, an indirect result of the African swine fever breakout. Services. They eased a bit to 6.9% from 7.1% in the second quarter, but the result was still the second-best showing for services this year. Industry, meanwhile, outperformed, surging 5.6%, bolstered by a 16.3% growth in construction activity. Construction growth in the third quarter was the fastest this year and represented a huge turnaround from a slight contraction in the second quarter. It seems this sector is back on track after losing momentum for two quarters, something partly blamed on the lack of government spending in the first half. Meanwhile, farm sector growth outpaced manufacturing growth for the first time since 2011. Manufacturing growth, shown in blue, was just at 2.4%, while co- compared to agriculture, which was 3.1%, shown in orange. Now, on the demand side, household spending rose nearly 6%, helped along by slowing inflation, while government expenditure surged nearly. 10% after averaging about 7.4% in the first half. Social Economic Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia says government is committed to maintaining the surge in spending in September when it grew nearly 40% year on year.
2: Home stretch spending, like a runner, exerts its utmost effort to reach the uh,
1: end line. Okay, so we expect it to be at that, uh, in that vicinity. Not higher. Still on the demand side, capital formation was negative for a second straight quarter, although the contraction was much smaller compared to the 8.5% contraction in the second quarter. National statistician Dennis Mappa and Secretary Pernia say there is nothing to worry about.
2: The one that um, actually pulled down is uh, basically durable equipment, um, having a negative 9.1%. And uh, this is due to uh, road vehicles, minus 6.8%. Uh, and then air transport, negative 34 And mining, construction, machineries, one8
1: The purchase of uh, airplanes, cars, uh, and, you know, re- re- refleting of cars, you know, they are not going to be steady throughout the year. They are, you know, they are planned of, of, on certain of specific periods. So, I, you know, not, you cannot generalize from that. They also noted fixed investment grew 2.1% in the third quarter from a contraction of 4.6% in the second quarter. Finally, trade was a non-factor, despite government flagging global trade tensions, particularly between the U.S. and China, as the biggest threat to economic growth in the Philippines and around the world. Trade was unremarkable, as described by Secretary Pernia, with exports slowing, shown in green, and imports flat, shown in blue. Pernia said he is happy to see trade not have a significant negative impact on the Philippine economy. To hit the low end of the growth target of between 6 and 7%, GDP growth in the fourth quarter will have to hit at least 6.7%. For Dissecting Data, I'm Warren De Guzman.
0: Government officials welcome the Philippines' Better Than Forecast third quarter GDP print. But despite the disceleration, at least one analyst believes the country will still likely miss its economic growth target for 2019. More from Ron Cruz.
3: The Philippines' economic growth in the third quarter met with cheers from analysts and experts. The Philippine Central Bank says the country's economic performance in the third quarter is proof government's catch-up spending plan is working. Central Bank Governor Benjamin Diogno adds, while hitting the 6% full-year growth target is a tall order, it's still doable. As for the Presidential Communications Operations Office, it says the Duterte administration remains committed to reaching this year's GDP target as it continues to foster an environment primed for investments. BDO Capital President Ed Francisco says it's good the Philippine economy was able to catch up. Even better, it exceeded expectations. He adds this picture of a strong economy plus a stable peso and low inflation are the signals investors want to see. For BDO Unibank's chief strategist Jonas Ravelas, the improved growth rate is good news. While Chris Mangan of AAA Equities says Manila's GDP increased thanks to a pickup in agriculture production as well as government spending. But Stephen Reyes of the Money Market Association of the Philippines believes full-year growth will settle below the government's targets.
1: For the year, we expect GDP to more or less close out at 5.8%, uh, missing a little bit the government's target of between 6 to 7%. Um, I think a big factor there is that we really missed first and second quarter. The 2019 disappointment came from the fact that government was hampered in terms of spending. It, late passage plus the election ban on spending meant less government uh, boost. 2020 hopefully will not be the case
3: and therefore we will see a little bit more, more growth. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News.
0: The rebound in the country's economic growth also gave the Philippine share markets a boost as Rain Musni tells us the local market is seen to rally even further.
4: After wavering between gains and losses, Philippine shares eventually picked up steam hours after the better-than-expected gross domestic product report for the third quarter. The main index settled well above the 8,000 support level. Still. Value turnover was slim, at a little over 5 billion pesos, while the market saw net foreign selling of 162 million. ATR Asset Management's Philip Hagedorn believes fair market value for the PSEI is at 8,300, so there's room for a rally. But he will still be watching the Philippine economy for investments and legislation.
3: As far as GDP is concerned, it's still going to be the government spending at the end of the day. And I think... Uh, um, a lot has been talked about the delays. Um, we expect to see that we're back on track. Um, I think it's very good news uh, about uh, these new, the new development of including uh, PPPs as a part of the strategy um, today, and I think. Uh, That's going to benefit um, that infrastructure story moving forward.
4: Meanwhile, a special bell ringing Thursday with a 7 billion peso preferred shares offering of Phoenix Petroleum oversubscribed three times. Net proceeds of the offering will be for the depot and network expansion plans of the Dennis Uy led firm. That's as Phoenix's liquefied natural gas joint venture with the China National Offshore Oil Corporation gets signed
2: to expand our footprint
1: in the aviation business hopefully we will have 21 uh, we will be present in 21 airports lng uh, is is we believe is the future of uh, a future energy source for major and heavy industries and so that's why uh, a significant uh, part of our business is b2b so we we would like to uh, we would like to continue the, uh, the the project with sino it will supplement what otherwise is currently being supplied by indigenous sources like Malampaya.
4: Phoenix Petroleum shares ended flat for the day, but Ayala-led Finma Petroleum, higher by 4.3%. Among the most active gainers, SM Prime Holdings, higher by over 3%. That's after the mall and residential units developer reported a 22% increase in their third-quarter profit to 8.3 billion pesos. Sister firm, SM Investments Corp., also higher by three-tenths of a percent. Rain Musni, ABS-CBN News.
0: One of the oldest stock brokerage firms in the Philippines rocked by large scandal theft carried out by an employee. As Dino Pontiorig tells us, other brokerage houses are now stepping up efforts to prevent similar incidents from happening.
5: In this industry, uh, trust is uh, primordial. It's our number one pillar. And uh, if the clients lose faith in the brokerage or in the broker itself, uh, then uh, we have failed in our jobs.
2: This is the reminder of the Philippine stock exchange to brokerage houses after reports of a multi-million peso theft broke out Thursday morning. The PSE has confirmed RNL Investments Incorporated shut down this week. Reports say the 50-year-old firm lost more than 700 million pesos or about 13.9 million dollars worth of stocks the company was holding for its clients. The culprit, the company's settlement clerk. He has confessed to the crime and is now under police custody.
3: stocks.
2: According to Stock Exchange Director Alejandro Yu, Arendelle has assured its clients that all shares will be there and they have the option to sell based on October 31 prices.
5: Going forward, uh, what the PSE has already come in and stepped in to do is to ascertain that all the settled uh, trades are, are in. Uh, everybody that sold, even with those stolen shares, uh, have been compensated for. And going forward, uh, pending RNL's internal audit, um, they have uh, stood by their word and said that all the shares uh, will be there. And if, like the clients would like to have a uh, an exit already, they will reckon on the last day of October 3rd of October, which is the 31st of October. Uh, the values of those stocks uh, on those dates uh, will be compensated to the clients.
2: The PSE now urging other brokerage houses to practice good housekeeping.
5: We encourage all our brokers, everybody downstairs, everybody up in their offices to immediately uh, do an internal audit and check against uh, shares in the PCD uh, vis-a-vis shares that are in the brokerage house. Each and every one must tally, each and every one, each and every account must have exactly the same amount of shares as reflected uh, on both ends.
2: Meanwhile, other brokerage firms already taking the necessary steps to prevent a similar incident. Video Capital assures clients the company's conducting regular audits to ensure it won't suffer from inside job scams. The Mandaluyong City-based and Investments Incorporated is one of the oldest brokerage firms in the country.
0: This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.